Reseller Clickbait Podcast, episode 68. What's going on? Jimmy Old School Flips here with Ken SSA, SSK, Ken SSK Promo, and Corey from Grams and Pops Vintage. Also, check out Talks with Grams and Pops, a great little TikTok channel. The villain vintage he has on there today. What's up with that, Corey? Getting some hate out there lately. <laughs> so hey, from, the, from the YouTube community or just in general, like out in public? No, it's the YouTube community. They're a little bit more brutal than the public. <laughs> Every good story needs a villain. Like villains make the story. That's always been my opinion. So there's a spot for you for sure. I don't, I don't know. I think I might be just misunderstood. I'm not sure That's- I fit the villain boot yet. Yeah, why are you trying to take my role? I'm the villain. What's up with that? <laughs> yeah, we had some some comments this week in uh, some other some other podcast shows out there that Corey Corey may be a traitor, a Benedict Arnold uh, that he defected from other <laughs> podcast. Uh, what are they like? Discords and Patreons and such. Look, and jumped I, over here. They said a couple of things during the show. They said a traitor and a sucker. I want to dispel a couple of rumors that I that I heard out there on a, on a few different uh, other podcasts and shows in the community and comments that uh, that Jimmy and I may have. Uh, there was some collusion going on between us that we may have done a work job. Uh, as they would say in wrestling, that uh, that we had stopped the show, and uh, just to come back and get kind of sympathy vote votes and you know sympathy views and subscribers and stuff, and and uh, that's just not the case. It was Jimmy and I had a situation. The show was abruptly ended, um, and about a month went by. We were decided to both move on and uh, do something else, and it just so happens that we both reached out to you know uh, a superstar in the making uh a a a rising star in the community from grams and pops which uh we both we both contacted Teresa, and uh (laughs) that didn't really work out so we settled for Corey, and that is that is why Corey is here so we we resolved some a few differences and uh and we decided you know rather than go those separate ways we would build on what we what we had started and see where we can go so uh there was no there was no forethought to to that at all just that's the way that it worked out but we're back happy to be back getting really good response excited uh super excited about everything and appreciate all the new subscribers uh the channel's been been growing over the last couple of weeks already and uh just just really appreciate that. So I just wanted to throw that out there right in that, you know, the first five minutes while people were actually still listening to the show. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> And it's funny because we both said we need a good villain. Like we need a good villain. Yes. After, yeah. after Teresa said no, after <laughs> we're like, we need a good villain. What's the chances that everybody caught on to that really quick? How was, uh, how was everybody's week? We actually got to go picking with uh, Ink Picker from Flippin' Fantastic Podcast this weekend. So we hit a Orange City citywide, and we did pretty good over there. Oh, really? She's, uh, she's on the road, I've seen, traveling. Uh, when I was saw their podcast with uh, the Flippin' Fantastic Podcast, They were. she was in a van, I think, in her camper yeah. van or something, traveling. <laughs> And uh, so they'll be at the uh, reseller rally. Oh, that's right. It's reseller rally week. That's why I was going to say it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how your week went because it's all about next week right now. Yes. The reseller rally in Cincinnati coming up. I am just like, it's like Christmas. I'm I'm just as excited as if it were the Christmas holiday season. Um, And I'm just, I'm, I can't wait. I get the, get to see you guys get to see a lot of other youtubers um i'm excited so, to see ken the photobomb master at work he's gonna photobomb at least <laughs> 20 to 30 pictures while he's there hopefully that's the plan anyway <laughs> oh hey <what? laughs> what's happening oh the boat the boat ride i got gotcha. you 
that, that may or may not be a quick preview to the headshot photo, the special oh. reseller rally. Re, wait, what is it? The reseller rally uh, headshot photo that, uh, you know, I'll be I'll be signing there for the throngs, the throngs of fans that will be there just to see me Um, a bunch, a bunch, a whole bunch of people that will be there. Is that like a throng song? Throng, 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 throng. <laughs> yeah, close. I don't do words, but that's that's a fun one. I'm... <laughs> now, are yeah, you guys a, are you guys bringing fishing poles to fish off the boat? Oh right. no, they pro- they're provided. They're provided okay, by good. the riverboat company. <laughs> you know, you just troll off the back. That I am may bringing, or may not be fact. I'm bringing an interview <laughs> though because I didn't buy tickets to the meetup, so I'm just gonna. T- Hook a rope to the back and just follow behind. I think someone Get did that last floaties. year. Right? <laughs> we'll, we'll throw you out some like hors d'oeuvres off the back of the boat, you know, whatever they have for for dinner. There, we'll pitch you out a salad or something to eat. Salad? Get out of here! A with salad. salad I don't even know. I don't even know what the meal is. Last time I remember, I, I think know. it was. It was pretty good though. It was a pretty good yeah, spread of food that we had for for dinner. But I believe uh, my meal was um, whiskey sours was my meal. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, the whole evening. Yeah. Jimmy had to get uh, acclimated to the boat. You're not a big boat Ooh. guy, are you, Jimmy? Uh, no. I, I mean, I need a big boat to <laughs> for myself. But no, I hate I get I get seasick really easy. Um, I, a funny story is when I went to San Francisco and I walked out on a pier on a pier, I got seasick, and Sonia oh, had to walk me off the pier like a blind person. Like I had my hand on her shoulder, and I'm just walking off the pier with my eyes closed while she, because she had to lead me off. Because I was, it was gonna be a, it was gonna be a mess if I didn't get off that pier. Because a little girl got seasick out there, and uh-huh. she got literally sick, and then that oh. hit me, and it was over. Like I was like, we got to get off of this pier. Why do, why do I picture Sonia leading you off the pier? Off the other end, like the one that's not back towards land. Like if she would, she should have done that. That would have been the smart hey. thing. Yeah, this way, honey. Come on, let's go. <laughs> hey, walk the plank. <laughs> Corey, are you a boat guy? Are you excited about the the river boat cruise? I am. I don't mind boats. The boats don't bother me at all. As long as there's fishing poles, I'm good. Well, you might, you might be. I may or may not have, you know. Stretch the truth a little bit about the boat company uh, providing fishing poles. So, well, they got a Walmart. There's not a we lot could, of fishing. We could get rigged up. It's funny because so they're much, actually uh, those fishing, the people that provide the fishing poles, it's the clickbait <laughs> fishing company. <Yeah. laughs> they have a very familiar logo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. See, I need control of that button again. <laughs> that so logo I can, is. I can't. It's not there anymore. And I don't have it. I don't know. I need I to be it. able to pop up Jimmy's original reseller fishing logo or or whatever it was that, that he designed. No, but super excited. Episodes. I am. I am looking forward to the um, to the event, to just hooking up, meeting new resellers, meeting people that I met before. And uh, just just going to be a super good time. And, you know, shout out to John Cincinnati Picker and Pete uh, Craigslist Hunter and Kevin Commonwealth Picker. Oh, speaking of Kevin Commonwealth. OK, so last week I talked about how we felt official now oh, in the show because oh, we oh, had official. our own P.O. box or not really P.O. box, but, uh, uh, you know, and we put it down in the description. Or so we or thought. did we? <laughs> or, or did, did we? we and it's like so all week i'm checking the p.o box so the other day i'm at the post office and i snap a picture of you know the empty box and sent it to these guys and it's like oh jimmy's like oh wait did i forget to put that in the description and uh, <laughs> <laughs> cranked i got you guys <laughs> <laughs> so now so it's been empty all week because i was looking for oh because i had got this at this right here this is a commonwealth picker the hot rod sticker now my good friend kevin uh over there commonwealth picker sent this to me just well mm. okay let's just say it 
it may or may not he may or may not have sent that because jill bought it from one of his whatnot auctions <laughs> but we're just going to say that i have i like to think that kevin sent it to me out of the kindness of his heart but uh but it, it might be uh jill had something to do with I that mean, that's a Interesting shirt to put on an enema figure as a hot rod. Like, does that mean you warm it up before <laughs> you warm it up before insertion? Is that what you're supposed, supposed to warm up this part right here, the hot rod, and uh, <laughs> and that'll that'll help get things moving. I'll tell you that in your store yeah. <laughs> and in your colon. I don't even know where where insert that's going. sound effect here. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So um, we were talking about our our weeks there a little bit early. Corey, you had a you had your first sale on Macari. On Macari, yep. This week, yep. Yeah, so we actually cross list to different platforms. We didn't cross list. We we list the stuff that eBay takes off of eBay, like the stuff that eBay won't let us list. We had um, what the heck are they even called? They're the little sky dancer spinning ballerina dolls. Oh, that, yeah. You that go into fireplaces and burn up the house. Yeah, those ones. Yep. We listed oh, really? those on eBay and they took them off right away. So we put them on Macari and that was our very first sale over there. They went pretty quick. I mean, within a day or two, they went. So, and Do you that know was a why they're not experience. allowed on eBay? Is it because they go into fireplaces? I think, that, yeah, I think it was something like that. Really? <laughs> Some I safety issue. I, might, I may be wrong, but I think it's some along those lines. Yep. Now, I was I was watching. I have a question because I don't I don't sell on Macari. Um, I do pretty much just eBay. But I was watching uh, Flipping Fantastic podcast the other day, and they were talking about uh, selling stuff on Macari, but they get less for it than they would on eBay. Is that like, is that like a thing? I, I don't. I got know. forty dollars more for it than I would have on eBay because we only sell stuff eBay won't let me sell. <laughs> So he's got a great point. I don't know. Okay. I don't know if that's true or not because we haven't had comparables on both platforms. I, I do have know a little the, bit. Oh. the way the sale happened was we got we got offers like you would on eBay. Yeah, but it's weird. Yeah. We got like six emails, and like three of them were hours after it had already been accepted and sold, and they paid. We were still getting emails saying the offer was accepted. It was the whole transaction was strange but they went through i was just gonna say about two years ago i'm i sold some stuff on Mercari. i probably had 15 sales and i probably had 50 items listed and offers were you don't necessarily get less but you get a lot of low offers so it's up to you if you want to get less type thing you know what i mean like yeah I got a ton okay. of low offer. I mean, we get low offers on eBay, but man, the low offer messages on Mercari were regular. And for only having 50 listings, I mean, I was getting a lot of them. Now, yeah. do they, is there options on Mercari to accept offers or not take offers like best offer, like on eBay? I don't or, remember. Oh, that answer that. I don't, yeah, I don't think so. I think they can send you offers no matter what. It's just a I message. There is, they send you a message. Yeah, okay. I think there is an auto accept for offers over there too. I think you can set that up now. I'll have, okay. to, I'll have to ask Grams. She's smarter than I am with this stuff, but I believe we set up an auto accept at a certain price point over there. Well, I mean, we, I have Ken been. and I know Ken and I have to ask this question about Mercari because it was a big issue back in the day. Ken, I think you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, it's. The the labels now I've never sold on Macari, but I heard everybody complain four by six. It won't print a four by six. You know that's the standard label. It, it, did they did they fix that? Yeah, I never experienced it the other way, the broken way, I guess, because this was our very first time to sell anything, and okay. they sent you an email with the label on it. You clicked on it and choose the four by six printer and hit print, and it printed perfect. So there's man, when it I was super I, easy. I, Stopped selling on Mercari for that reason alone. When my <laughs> paper printer ran out of ink and I could not, and I had to run to Walmart and get some ink to print the Mercari labels the day I stopped. And I've never really put a lot of effort into going back. But man, I was like, and I tried watching video after Tim over the years had a video. Other people had videos on how to do it, how to do it. 
and you know, I use I use Windows. I don't have Apple or anything like that. It could I could not get it into that four by six format. And every time I got close, the label would turn blurry. And he, oh. and I tried so many different ways and steps and this and crop this and cut that, and I could never get it to fit that four by six and be legible. So if that's the right word, I don't do words, but yeah, it was a very, that's <laughs> why I stopped. Yeah, it was super. It couldn't have been easier. I mean, they sent you the label and you just hit print and chose your thermal printer. They, hmm, it went wow, off that's, perfectly. That's so. encouraging. Yeah. That might make me consider trying to, I again. think the big thing for us now, the only big step left for them on our side, as far as will we grow that at all is how they handle bulk labels. If we're doing the kind of orders we are on eBay on Macari and they don't have a way to bulk label or print a, a order sheet or something, that would be an issue. But right now it's just here and there, whatever we can't sell on eBay. Yeah. So yeah, if you're a Macari seller, hey, help us out down there in the hints, tips, and suggestions. Oh, sure, we could go Google it or we could look it up ourselves, <laughs> but you know, that's too much effort. Oh, sure. So if you happen to know if they can do bulk uh, bulk label printing and stuff from Macari for the orders, mm -hmm. throw that down in the comments and that might uh, help us out. But yeah. okay, Corey's supposed to answer that for us. We shouldn't have to Google. He's supposed to be our villain. He's supposed to be the Google of the show. He's the editor. Come on, Corey. You were supposed to know the answer to that. You have high <laughs> expectations. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've got to get those in line. You see, you notice he said, I'll have to ask Teresa. Yes, because she she's the smart one. That's that's the reason that we reached out to her first. Yep. And I will get her too, sitting off screen over here for the next show. So if we have questions, she's just too pro high high profile. <laughs> she's too high profile for us, or to, to high maintenance. I don't know, Corey. You can tell. <laughs> that, she's a diva. Funny. She wanted more of a paycheck than I get. Yes, that's funny. Good It'll job. be no longer, hey, Alexa, we'll just be like, hey, Teresa, can you tell us? Yeah. My car? <laughs> That's how I use it. <laughs> no, actually, shout out to Teresa. She helped me out uh, the other day when we were talking about some of the changes that they did for ground advantage shipping. And uh, I had set up, went in and started to set up shipping policies. To help that, you know, next time there's a change or whatever to help uh, facilitate that. And I noticed, you know, I made went in and made my policies and started listing them. Well, then eBay system made a new policy for every other type of shipping that I already had. And it's like, what a pain. Now, when I go to list something, I have to look through this great big long list. And so since Teresa had offered help on that. I was talking with Cora the other day and Teresa was in the background and she was, she was throwing out, you know, how to do that, how I could go in a bulk and change those, those labels over. Um, it, there's still some help. effort to it. There's still a little bit of effort to it, but man, it was a whole lot easier than what I was going to have to do going through, you know, each and but there's a place that you can see, uh, those listings, which ones are listed, then just go change, you know, bulk edit them. Yeah, where were your brains behind our operation for sure? That's I know. So shout out I'm to the face. Teresa. She's the brains. <laughs> really though? Well, I mean, <laughs> I didn't say I was good at my job. <laughs> you guys are in trouble. Half of that, half of that, half of that business model is in trouble. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> Half of this business model is always in trouble. <laughs> but that that got me to thinking. We were we were just chatting the other day, and it's like, oh, what sort of like a, a reseller topic might we might we talk about? And that kind of leads into that the fact that Mercari has the four by six labels now that wasn't there when Jimmy was was trying to do it, or. Yeah. The ground advantage, uh, the changeover. Of course, you know, if you watch in the YouTube community, everything, every change that eBay makes or whatever is just like the absolute end of the world. Doom and, and gloom. Yes, things are gonna fall apart. And sometimes I wonder, is that is that just for for clicks, you know, that they're putting that up there and it's like, oh, you know, or you know, are you getting good information? It depends on who you watch and and kind of 
I kind of picture us that stick with it and don't let it bother us. Like, like in some kind of like end of the world movie, right? Where like there's something happening and everybody's running away. Like all these people are running away and leaving eBay. And we're just like these like superheroes <laughs> just walking towards the danger, just like slow yes. motion, cinematic slow motion. Like, big explosions in the background. <laughs> people are flying <laughs> through the air, leaving. And we're just like walking, not running at all. We're just like, this awesome stride towards it. Like we're just we're the mad max superheroes <laughs> going towards eBay. Cause we ain't scared. That got, uh, that got us to talking about the, the differences and the changes in reselling and stuff between, between the three of us, things that we've seen. Uh, and it's the, uh, cause you see a lot of negativity out there about the say e- eBay. Cause Pretty much the three of us are primarily eBay sellers. That's our main platform. And it, you see a lot of hate out there in some of the, some of the different videos, some of the different uh, chats about people are always complaining about eBay. Now I never, I try not to, I don't bite the hand that feeds me. I mean, eBay gives me an opportunity to, get my get my items in front of millions of of eyes and so yeah they have their fees and what they charge and then you know they bring in promoted listings and different stuff and oh it's just a money grab and and anytime they make a change in their system people just go ballistic so we were talking about people's perception of ebay based on how long they've been a reseller and between us, there's, um, Jimmy, you started when? Oh, 2019, I believe. 2019. I can't can remember if it's 2018 or 2019. I think it's part time 2018. Part time 2018, full time in 2019. In 2019. And I, I started. You. In 2020, yeah, Jimmy's an OG now at this point, almost. <laughs> you know, in the in the in the the world of selling, you get a parking spot uh, at eBay. That's right, I do. <laughs> You've been there five. Years. He's a James is a, <laughs> and a seller for five years. Prestige worldwide. And uh, so, and I started selling in 2020. And Corey, you were you're relatively About new. Yeah, a year ago, the beginning of this month. So, really new. Okay. Yep. And that's that's your that's your softball, Corey, right there. <laughs> I pitched it up for you, Corey. Tell us about your because what we want to know is what is your experience as far as how much has eBay changed since you started? Like, is is there been a lot of change? Has there been any doom and gloom changes that you've experienced since you started? Yeah, there's been a there's been a couple of big changes since we started, and I guess that to us we don't see them as you know big dark periods or something to worry about too bad. There's, I mean, I think one of the biggest changes has been in well, two of the biggest changes have just been shipping changes since we started, where yeah. they're going to ground advantage, and then there was a shipping price hike about six months ago that everybody right. was on YouTube about. So there's been a couple of those. And for us, they've been no big deal. I mean, we just got here, you know, that's to us, that's completely normal. And we've been in e-commerce for quite a while. So we've seen hike price, you know, shipping hikes before, but they never bothered us then either because we always pass shipping on. We've always done some form of calculated shipping or flat rate type shipping where we pass that shipping on to the customer. So they never really... None of that stuff has really ever phased us, and we haven't we haven't been here long enough to. Well, I guess put it this way: we we started here, we've had a really good experience, and we don't have any great times, you know, during a boom of COVID or something like that to compare to. So our perception yeah. of eBay has been a very positive one. Well, get so your I, popcorn I can't and get your popcorn and soda because Ken and I are going to tell you about. The, the pre-COVID and COVID. You were talking about the rate changes. Now I want to throw this out. This is something that I seen on a uh, an Instagram post from uh, Angie Resales, 
who is usually a good fountain of, of information out there. Anytime there's changes or just stuff going on. Uh, I seen a little uh, story or whatever that the USPS is not changing. We're not getting that holiday surcharge this yeah, year awesome. on the rates every year since I've been a seller, when it gets up to like from October, something to, you know, January 1st, whenever there's uh, the busy shipping season, the fourth quarter, basically uh, they add surcharges to, yeah. to their rates, which doesn't really affect somebody that's doing mostly all calculated shipping uh, because that, that rate just figured in. But if you're a, um, a flat rate shipper, that can make a, a, a little bit of a difference. You know, sometimes it's the rates are 25 cents or something, you know, 50 cents, maybe max or something along those lines. So that might affect some of your, your, you know, backend profit on that, but it's, uh, but they're not doing that this year. And apparently now, if I am wrong, go over to Angie Resells yeah, page go, go, and go give that comment. wealth of knowledge. That's that. Yeah, <laughs> and come. It's all no, her fault. But uh, yeah, we were we were talking there about uh, when I started in 2020. Now I started yeah. at um, in February of 2020, and in March of 2020, the whole country shut down due to COVID. And so there was a bit of a, a boom and it's like, Hey, this reselling is easy because you could <laughs> sell absolutely anything and people yeah. were buying it because they weren't allowed to leave the house, you know, at that time. And so things we were, we were talking, Corey, you had mentioned, uh, in our discussion, uh, let's say something like a Nintendo Wii, you know, yeah. uh, so you know, Jimmy, when you first started selling, you know, you could get a Nintendo Wii and you could sell it for what? 30, 30, 40 uh, you know, bucks, maybe? $45 is probably the top was the ceiling. $45 was the ceiling. But yeah, 30 to $45 for a mm -hmm. Nintendo Wii. You know, if you and that's if you throw in some control a controller in there and I had all the wires, you could probably get 45. Yeah. Yeah. And then COVID time, boom, video games and video game systems just I can see your fly, Corey. Corey has a fly <laughs> in his office that's flying around, and now oh, it wants it. some camera time. Next he thing you know, we're going to be having the. To... <laughs> <laughs> I went way off topic, but <laughs> we were talking about that <laughs> last week. How Jimmy was like, you know, Jimmy was all up. He was all animated, and he was up in the mic and excited. And it's like, man, we have to get you a like a, a, a sneeze guard sneeze across <laughs> like over at the subway. Maybe we could get an affiliate link over at the, whoever subway? provides subway with their with subway. That'd be, Ooh, that would be great. Ooh, they started sending us we need to be, uh, the last person they used. Things didn't go so well for him. So maybe we no, no, yes. poor Jared. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we, maybe we don't go the subway route. Maybe we'll steer clear. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but I do they already like have a lunch focused though. podcast though. Oh, that's right. We'll we'll skip over the uh the the food. However, you know, a cold cut combo on a hot day is just oh man, that's good. <laughs> but anyway, okay. <laughs> Corey's Corey's fly. That's funny. Fly over there. We don't want it landing in the in the cold cut combo dish at all. So we gotta, we gotta get rid of that thing. <laughs> You hear a loud smack. It's just me trying to kill him. <laughs> so I was, we were talking about like say Nintendo Wii. So when, when I got in in 2020 and I was, you know, if you were able to find some of that stuff, cause the sourcing was very limited. Um, you were getting what? 60, I mean, 70, 80 bucks. I think the, Wii got close. So the Nintendo Wii was probably the best one as far as value going up. I mean, yeah. I think you got close to getting close to $90 for a Wii at yeah. the peak. Wow. Um, and that's because everybody, like you said, everybody's at home. What yes. what funner thing to do than order a Wii with a bunch of controllers and, and bowl at home, right? And play tennis at home, you know, get Wii yes. Sports. So I think, if, yeah, so if you bumbled like a Wii with some controllers and Wii Sports, you can make 90 bucks out. I mean, and that's some. If you if it was a holdover from before COVID, you were all of a sudden it was selling quick. Yes. 
Yeah, and you could list anything video games. Now, video game market still is 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 pretty strong, but right. Corey, you were you're seeing now, you know, you're out of the sales and you're picking up those, and we are back to post. Yeah, we're still 30, 40 levels. Yeah, 30, yeah. 40 dollars for a Wii is kind of I mean, maybe 50 if you have a game bundle and some extra stuff with it, but which to that's us, kind of- I mean, that's what we've always got. From the right. first we we picked up, that's what we've got. So I think that's awesome because we're only we're only paying five bucks for a Wii. Right. Yeah. That kind of goes into the whole doom and gloom thing and how it doesn't all you know, some the perception of it might not be accurate for some people. For me, Wii's used to sell for 35 to 45. Yeah. Then they spiked to up to 90, and now they're back to where they were pre-COVID. So if you're like Ken and you started right in the middle of COVID and Wii's were selling for a lot of money, you might think, hey, reselling is down. Reselling is going. It's in the tank. And, you know, yeah, this stuff, work. value of stuff is way down. No, it's just back, you know, Pokemon cards and sports cards are another great example. Those things spiked up like crazy during COVID. You can make yes. people got rich selling sports cards during COVID. Not yes. not so much anymore. They're back down. It's not uh, that it's not that this is dying. It's just leveling back out. Back yeah. to normal. Uh, puzzles. Puzzles were another great example during COVID. Number one, if if any stores were open, the shelves were empty of puzzles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sold again when I started. It's like man, this eBay thing is easy because yep. anything that I listed, I just so happened to have a, a buddy that did puzzles all the time. And right at that point, he's like, cause he started to get his puzzles back out, you know, yeah. sequestered in the house the whole time. And he's like, Hey, I have all of these. Are you interested in, in selling them? And you could list a puzzle for, you know, 30, 40 bucks. And they yeah. were flying off the shelves. And, Missing uh, 15 pieces. <laughs> yeah. And it's, you know, you just, yeah, it's a thousand piece puzzle and it has 782 pieces in it. <laughs> And people were buying it, but now, now it's back to those, those levels. You know, I've got puzzles that, you know, previously, you know, I always look when I'm out at the sales for sealed puzzles that have, you know, interesting subject matter or, or, are you know, very popular ones. Um, but now, you know, you're back down to that. You want, you know, I had to go back in and check some of my listings puzzles that I did have left over that were up in that, you know, $30, $40 range at that time, they're back down to that, you know, $15 to $20, you know, depending on what it is, so maybe a $25. Those Nintendo Wii's that you still have are back down. Well, okay. <laughs> See, there's therein lies the problem. You know, I went, I went like this with my whole thing. I have a, a whole box of Wii's that I could have sold, for you know 60 70 80 bucks and now they're now they're back down to 30 or 40 dollars which that's still profit and what right. i have in them yep. i just missed <laughs> i missed the wave and that's you know anything in my ebay business that might be um well good or bad is it's all self-inflicted you know, if you don't, if I, the one thing, you know, everybody says that I can guarantee you any item that you pick up, anything, anywhere will not sell. If it's in a box, in a garage or in a tub or on a shelf or, you know, piled up in the living room, it's not going to sell if it's not listed. So, um, but yeah, that, that perception of, you know, people doom and gloom, like you said, and eBay and the sales are down. And, and it's like, well, they're really not. So and this makes me want to ask Corey something because perception wise, again, Corey's not that high on video games. He's It's not his favorite thing to buy and flip. My question is, if you had come into reselling right in the middle of COVID and they did have almost double the value. Would that change your perception on video games? Would you think you'd, I mean, I think you would be, right? You'd be more likely to yeah, buy them. Yeah, I think so. Them, right? I think I'd be way more likely to be one of the guys asking for video games all the time, for sure. 
Yeah. You go the you go where the money's at. We actually got caught up in something similar, the puzzles like you were talking about. We bought a bunch of the like the wooden it's it's like a good brand. It's the wooden puzzles. Yeah. And Liberty doing retail arbitrage from like Costco. And they were okay. selling for like 60 bucks a puzzle at one point during COVID and everybody was talking about it. And now that COVID's gone and things are starting to normalize, we have like three totes full of those puzzles that we overpaid for that we're going to have to give away at break even basically. Right. Yeah. But, this was, but yeah, was I like think if we theory. had come in different, we would have definitely been more apt to go after the video games. Right. Right. That's funny you say that. I, I mean, again, I knew a guy who went, he made a fortune selling hair clippers during COVID. He would go yeah. down to the target and buy, he would buy them at retail and he would buy them all. Yeah. And I mean, he would put them on Amazon and they were gone. Like he would like, he didn't even have time to like, if he put them on Amazon while he's in the store, by the time he got home, he had 10 of them sold already type thing. So yeah. And that's, that's the, that's, what's not realistic. And if you got that perception, it wasn't realistic. That doesn't, that's not really how this works. You can't yeah. really do that forever. It was going to go you gotta be going to level out. I think you got to be really careful nowadays if you're watch if you're just getting into this and you're doing what we did and watching YouTube, you got to start looking at the dates yeah. on those videos because they're not necessarily giving bad information. They're just giving bad information for today. Yeah, I'm trying to ignore the fly, but nothing is circling around Corey's head. Every every thirty seconds, I just see this little. <laughs> Most of that time, I'm I'm looking like at my camera, straightforward. But you know, Corey down below me, I just. See, <laughs> no, I'm. He's bugging me way worse that. than you. Insert sound effect here. <laughs> uh, that that's funny. So yeah, at that I guess you know, kind of the to finish on that, you know, stuff like that Macari label, the four by six, you know, that's a change. That's something that Jimmy had a sour perception of Mercari and has not gone back. Yeah. Because of that, there's nobody has really talked about that. There's, um, you know, was a resolution to the problem. Now I'm sure somebody out there has, has said that, but until Corey brought it up, there would have been no consideration, right? Jimmy, that you would have ever went back to Macari because right. it, it was definitely know, not one of the higher ones on my list. Um, Mercari, because of that, I would I would not have gone back to Mercari until they fixed that. I'm not going out and buying stuff to print labels. I'm not doing. I don't need to. When eBay's doing well enough, we would have looked into other options, like you know, for some of our clothing, like Depop or Grailed, because that's the kind of clothing I buy. And we're yeah. still we're we're considering that still. But yeah, um, if if Mercari fixes that, Sonia is going to do most of our cross listing. She's going to look into it this winter. Um, right now yeah. things are a little bit busy with the yard sales and stuff to really focus on that. But yeah, you're hundred percent right. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna yeah, turn that into our sale. Vero marketplace. That's where all the eBay Vero's are going. We're just gonna start <laughs> dumping them over there. Well, you know, and that's a good plan if they'll if they'll sell. And that's that was when I was watching uh Mo and Alicia. That's what they were talking about is things that you know you can't sell on eBay or or mm. you know, go over to Macari. And uh, so I don't know. That's uh, that's interesting. Something to look into. I don't I don't cross list. Well, hell, I don't even list. I need to list. <laughs> I need to list on eBay. Uh, I've just kind of got in this cycle of not of not being consistent. You know, some of it's working on, uh, you know, my my office and I'm kind of. Oh, so this week I am getting some things completed out there. I've got. um a full, well, an almost a 98% functioning shipping area out there. Ooh. It's all ready to go. I've actually been doing my, my, my boxing, my packaging and everything out there in the garage because all of my inventory is out there. Uh, it's, but my label printer, which is right up there is still connected to my main computer yeah. in the house. I have a secondary computer out there that I'll do my shipping from. And so I keep having to run back and forth, you know, into the house to, to print stuff or, you know, I'll box and stuff. But I have noticed that my shipping is, uh, I'm a, I'm a notoriously slow shipper. And as for not, I mean, uh, packaging wise, not, you know, I have one day handling time when it gets out there, but it's, uh, 
What I have noticed is now at my new shipping station is I'm standing up where before I was usually doing all my shipping sitting right here. And well, okay. You're saying shipping, right? Because we all do the other thing. (laughs) I ship. Yes. I ship. I ship standing up. Okay. Good. Um, (laughs) Gotta be messy. (laughs) He's a notoriously slow. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, Jimmy. Phone out of the bathroom. We, you know, this is this is a family show here, Jimmy. We we uh, we were talking the other day about Patreon. You know, if we if we decided, you know, to uh, suck our viewers dry of you know their money out of their wallet, and we went uh, to a Patreon system, what you know, and we thought maybe we'd have the 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 death pile picker Patreon yeah. level, you know, where people would just sit in the background with us, and we would just, you know, every other word would be mother. and that would be that would have to be a very expensive tier like that's you're not going to get that kind of you know um, that kind of foul language foul language for cheap like it's not happening that's great content that's that's gold (laughs) you're not you're not that patreon tier is not going to be very affordable (laughs) the death pile picker patreon it's a thing oh yeah we were talking about some of that we have some we have some pretty interesting ideas if we do pull the trigger on doing some you know getting some show support and uh it's uh would be fun and add value to folks but we could give them uh, a, we could give them a sample of the death pile picker tier i have some video of me getting mad at a driver <laughs> oh that's right jimmy on one of jimmy's recent videos uh you know sonia you know pedestrians have the right away right yeah well not in unless Ohio. Unless they're jaywalking, of course. Not at an intersection. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, she's at fault. But I was there. Like it doesn't translate in the video well. This guy might have sped up when he saw her. He definitely didn't slow down at all. You know, most people. Oh, there's someone crossing the street. I'll I'll let off the gas, and I'll no. You heard the engine rev up almost like it was. And when this car goes by, you can see it. Um. I bleeped out my my language I had towards this gentleman, but I, if you want, I can play the little cut of it. Yeah, yes. Do it. Right, let me find it right here. I got the little cut. Of, it's 18 seconds long, folks. So if you're listening, you'll hear the bleeps and stuff, and you'll hear the car go by. If you're watching, you'll see Put the whole the kids thing. Away. Here we go. <laughs> He could have slowed down. He could have slowed down though, so I could beat. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I wasn't happy, yeah. right? He, it, yeah, it was closer than it looked. She had to run, like she had to run. Jimmy uh, threw out a few colorful expletives there uh, at that guy going by. Yeah, she did end up having to to take off like lightning. You know, so kind of one of those things where we, I think a lot of people say, you know, you can. Mess with me all you want, mess with you know, but when you when my family and stuff like that, then I have a problem. And I yeah, it it didn't take much for me to <laughs> get upset, I guess. And you too so, can yeah, see the meaner side of Jimmy for the Patreon tier called right. Death you, Pile Picker. You yeah. can see <laughs> you can get rid of those bleeps, folks, for the low, low price of yeah. <laughs> Jimmy and all his colorful metaphors, if you will. <laughs> That he throws out there. Um, yeah, so that, that scene did get deleted from the video on YouTube. It did. What were we what were we talking about before? I don't remember about? what's great. Oh, that's right. Reselling. We don't oh, need yeah. to talk about reselling. Let's talk about the reseller rally. We didn't talk enough about the reseller rally at the we beginning. Did not. We need did to finish we? the show with the excitement, the pure, you know, just anxious to get there and, and dance. More than anything to dance. Yeah. yeah. Dance. <laughs> Jimmy was busting moves less. What were you doing? Like the Macarena or the electric the slide shuffle. or something? The Cupid shuffle. The Cupid shuffle. That's yes. right. To the left, or to you... the left, to the, no, to the right. To... No, nothing. Now, mm-hmm. dude. Mm-hmm. Or are you a dancer? Corey, no. I am. Corey looks like a line Surprisingly, dancer. surprisingly, no. <laughs> Not a dancer. Sur- surprisingly, no. That's Actually, I look like I would be, but 
<laughs> so yeah, looking forward to seeing everybody at the rally. Uh, you know, we may or may not, I'll check that PO box this week to see if, you know, our tickets arrived. Uh, We're probably not going to get the paper tickets at this point. It's kind of late, but it, you know, in, in the off chance that a ticket holder is listening, we will accept a charity ticket right up until the door of the event. That's right. Right. We'll, we'll um, stand outside. We're not we'll too proud. I got a fun idea of a pre, a pre reseller rally question or yes. not a question i don't know how to i don't know what i'm trying to say but we'll answer this afterwards at, on the post video because yes. i've always said this whenever there's a reseller meetup every single time i've gone to one there's somebody there that i didn't expect to be there didn't know was going to be there and i was yeah. super surprised to meet them and see them there so we don't know who that's going to be and i don't want to like guess and we're not doing that but let's Let's just bring that up right now. So okay. then on the on the episode afterwards, we can talk about that person for each of us. Who was there that we didn't ah. know were going to be there, and we were so surprised to finally meet them and talk to them and see them. An example would be Chris, Cajun reseller Cajun. at the 127 meetup um, in, in yes. Tennessee a year ago. We Ken and I were both shocked and surprised that he was there. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's a good topic. See, because I can see all, all the other YouTube channels next week when it comes out, they're like, oh, man, Ken was there. Yeah. The DOG, SSK promo. <laughs> Every Bell. last person that's there is going to say that, yes. The They'll I'm have their <laughs> signed headshot, you know. You look like Are we going to be trying like to record a podcast from the rally? Is that what our plan is for next week? We're going to be there during the You never know. Well, you know, definitely going to check Instagram. We're going to be doing lives from there on not only the reseller clickbait podcast Instagram, which thank you to everyone that that has found the channel this week. Yeah. We just kind of got that started this week and uh, getting getting a number of subs every day. I get, you know, a number of requests for subs. So thank you to everybody that's following that and follow along on that channel if you're not going to the rally. Uh, not only will we be doing lives from there, but also from the old school flips channel, from the Grams of Pops Vintage, from uh, my channel, SSK Promo. We'll all be doing, you know, lots of, uh, you know, doing lives and doing stories and doing shorts and reels and, and whatever is out there. Just uh, have. You can find those at the link tree down below. <laughs> Oh, which Jimmy, is it's Jimmy actually and the address you can mail us stuff. That's also linked. Linked, but that information is down there. I hope the link tree is right above the address that uh, <laughs> the is address now that in Jimmy there. Finally, figured out that's <laughs> supposed to be down there. So yeah, looking forward to to seeing you guys. To, you know, the three of us will be uh, in the same location, which you know I'm sure Scary. is the buzz. Is the is the buzz of the whole event? It's like, man, the reseller clickbait podcast guys are going to be there. You know, that's what you guys got to learn. Opportunities. Shuffle, we can we can all line up like Cupid <laughs> Shuffle. Everybody be like, look at those guys. They knew what. <laughs> Can will be signing autographs for all Corey, of us. Go YouTube yes. the Cupid Shuffle. You got to learn it before we get there. But Cupid <laughs> Shuffle, got it. So I can yeah, learn it uh, so I'll I'll figure it out. Oh, I don't doubt more of them. Macarena, more of a you know, back in my DJ days, you know, that was when that song was uh, super hot, and uh, you know, I kind of. Hey, I want to ask you guys. You guys are proud of me. I sat back most of the show. Like now, part of it is the fact that Corey sent me a seatbelt that you all can't see, so I'm I'm in <laughs> right here. But you guys proud of me for not leaning forward so much? That that and I think it worked out. I think it worked out well, you know, because we decided we didn't need to reach out to Subway, or it wasn't our best idea, you know, to get that sneeze guard for right. Jimmy. So he I honestly just thought you were disinterested in what was being said. No, this was <laughs> difficult for me, you guys. And maybe you know, that's I, why I might not have been on my A game because I didn't get, I didn't lean forward hardly at all. Corey, I I, I I agree with that, Corey. I thought, oh, Jimmy's just kind of sitting back. He's no. not as not as animated. This but is, this was a conscious decision. 
And let us know down below. Should Jimmy be more animated and be moving around, or is this what you guys want? Jimmy sitting. It, it's nothing. It's not me like trying to prove a point or anything. I just needed to see if I could do it and see how it translates because the audio was bad. I was all over the place audio wise. So like, hey guys, I need to try this. And Sonya's always bitching about the rain gutters. Oh, hey it's, guys, it's again, it's gotta... not me being stubborn. Like, oh, I'm going to show those guys how bad it is when I sit still. That's not the point at all. Because the I heard the audio too. I knew exactly what they were saying. Like the audio was everywhere. So I have as a, as a podcaster, I have to learn how to sit still, and it's not well, easy. We, if me. we need some movement, we can get you in post. We could just zoom in and out and in and out on your screen. There you go. <laughs> well, no, we had that fly in your office. That was enough. Yeah, that's plenty. For one that's show. Plenty. That if I don't kill him, he's coming to the rally with me. Yeah. So again, I just want to be clear. I'm not bored or disinterested. I'm <laughs> focusing very heavily on sitting still, guys. It, it's awkward, right? It's weird. <laughs> oh, see, and that's that might be one of our. We had talked the other day. That might be a Patreon tier, where you know somebody gets to sit in on. Yeah, you know, we are aspects of the show because we want to do the Patreon folks, but we want to make sure there's some we don't want to be like, oh, here's a link to the spreadsheet that we use. Like, that's not what we want to do. We want to come <laughs> up with fun ideas. So that way, if you do, if, you know, it's not just us, the money grab that everybody talks about. We, You know, we don't want to hear that, that, that noise and stuff. But we want to make sure it's something that's like, hey, that's fun for our for our listeners and yes. our viewers. Like, we want to offer fun stuff. We're going for more of the entertainment approach rather than the knowledge and here's a spreadsheet and here's how you pack this. We're going for fun stuff and entertainment. Yes, and I'm, I'm allowed I'm to currently... curse in the back room. So when we're doing the pre-show, you get the real us. Yeah. Yes. And I'm setting, I've been, you know, having installed, you know, voyeur cams all over my whole entire house. And, you know, one Patreon tier will be, you can just live 24 hours with Ken. And just remember, and, uh, the, toilet, the toilet cam, he's a notoriously long shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> goes quicker if you sit, Ken. It goes quicker if you sit. Okay. <laughs> oh shoot. All right. I think we're gonna end on that. Hey, we'll see you at the rally and next time on the reseller clickbait podcast.